You know me, I like to sugar people. And I think this podcast is going to do the trick. What are we talking about? Stay tuned. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and ooh, I think I've got a good one for you guys today. And I hope, I mean, I don't hope, I don't hope, hope, but I hope uh, some of you guys watching on YouTube are going to be like, clickety-clack-clack, clickety-clack-clack, Christy. Like, I don't care. Give me the good. Give me the bad. Just give me those comments. I want that algorithm, guys. Let's go. But today I do have a special guest. Brad, would you please introduce yourself? Give us a, a little bit of background. I'm just going to let you, instead of me trying to, you know, I want you to give us a little bit of background on you. And then I'm going to give everybody kind of a history on us. And then we're going to dive right in. Sure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Christy. My name is Brad Pickett. I was born on a potato farm in Idaho, which was awesome because I grew up driving tractors and racing dirt bikes. Went through college, did all that. Been in real estate pretty much my whole life for almost 23 years now. And as I've had success in real estate, I've always had a passion for mindset, coaching, and helping people. And making the transition you know, from real estate into that periodically as I've gone through my career. And it's been interesting. So I don't want to talk too much about real estate because that's not what we're here to talk about. Well, it's not. But it, 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 if you guys have been watching my Instagram stories, you guys know that, that uh, Brad and I have been spending time together. We've been building this friendship. And we do have a lot in common. We, we run in the same circles. We've gone to the same conferences. We we're we're the same high level earners. We do kind of the same thing. We're both from Idaho and we both have a passion for the direction that we're moving. We're going to hear about that later. We're not going to talk about that now, but we have really struck a common ground. And just the other day, I heard you, Brad, in your stories. And then you said, Christy, did you write it down? And I said, no, no, I didn't write it down. <laughs> so I'm having to wing it. But I heard you go on this really great rant about how long will you run? And I just, I loved it because you are striking a chord with people and we're not talking about running guys. You know, I'm not talking about running. We're not talking about actually running like the kind that Hazel and I do every morning, but how long will you run from your problems, from reality, from the truth, from your own BS. And so take us back on what made you, and you might not even remember what you said, but, uh, you know, Take us back to kind of what got you started on that rant or take us back even further to the times in your life where maybe you were running and you had to come face to face with your reality. Yeah. So let's explain it a little bit. I mean, what does it mean? How long will you run? It's not, I definitely don't run like Christy does, like unless somebody's chasing me. So it's definitely not that kind of running, but we all run from our problems in life. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about confronting, but what it really means is Every time you feel uncomfortable, what do you do? Do you face that emotion? Because we guys, we go through our days and we have little things that come up, little things that trigger us. I mean, it could be a TV commercial. It could be a phone call. It could be a text message. It could be a, a billboard on the side of the road. And, and all of a sudden you get these feelings and it makes you somewhat emotionally unstable. And you're like, 
you do something, you pull into Arby's and order a bunch of food, or you, you know, get on your phone and scroll Instagram. And basically what's happening is there's dis-ease within the body, like where your energies are not connecting correctly. Like something's bothering you, you know, who your core self is and what you're feeling are opposite. So you get this kind of weird vibe, right? We all feel it. I mean, it's super obvious when like something tragic happens or something major happens that makes sense. Like you're either sick or somebody gets hurt or, you know, if there's something major, those things we understand when those emotions come and that, that that's real, right? But people are aware of that. What I'm talking about, people really aren't aware of. And that's the way you feel when you're just cruising through. Like, for example, have you ever been just going through your day and you're like, man, I feel good today. And then all of a sudden you don't even know what happened. You're like, I feel like shit. I don't feel good. And you don't even, you can't even put your finger on it unless you're super aware. That's what we're going to talk about today is like, what is it that does that? And how do you figure out when it happens and what's making it happen? And how do you make it stop? Right. It's like, you know, I always joke about people with an alarm clock. They, they hate getting up in the morning, but they hit snooze eight times. I'm like, well, if you hate to get up in the morning, why do you do it eight times? Mm. (laughs) So it's, it's very similar to that. So it's a lot about awareness. And so really what we're talking about is that subtle feeling of feeling good, like the the trick to life and the trick to creating and, and some stuff we do in some of our challenges is is really just about feeling good. That's really what everybody wants, right? They just want to feel good. I mean, there's a lot of, sometimes you want material stuff. Sure. Maybe you want a nice house, nice car, nice relationships, but really we just want to feel good. So what is keeping you from feeling good and why is it happening and how long? Will you run from it? And what, in your opinion, what's keeping people from from feeling good is just not facing the reality of their own BS? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, really what happens with people is we all have kind of like a higher self or a divine inner being, you could call it, you know, your soul. Maybe I used to call it a soul song, like what your best version of you is doing. Like, And then we have who we are in the real world, right? And what happens is we end up playing different roles that try to try to make people happy. A lot of times we end up playing a different role than who we truly are. It's our core. Like you see this all the time on Instagram, right? You see people that are like supposedly perfect, beautiful, rich. They're not right. So basically there's a lot of social pressures and this could be something obvious like Instagram, or it could be something subtle, like go to school, get a degree, go get a job. And so you're like, well, my parents told me to do this. And now you're a doctor and you're like, I totally never followed my dreams. I just did this because I wanted to be secure and they told me it was right. So what happens then is you have like disease and it, it, think of it energetically, like between who you really are, your core truth and what you're actually doing in your life, which is what you're told to show people to make them happy or to fit into society or to get the money or to, to be liked or whatever it is. So when those two things are different, and unfortunately, guys, about 95% of people have that. And it's not necessarily your fault. I mean, you get told to do certain things. You you know, there's a lot of um, traditions that are pushed down on us from, you know, our parents, their parents, their parents. And the one thing we always assume is that those people knew what was best. And they didn't always, right? There's a lot of things that were pushed down that don't really fit people. And so... My point is, is you get forced into a life that maybe isn't you. Like it's maybe not you. So as you start to feel these things, you 
you you get off track and you start to feel kind of, you know, some people don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to go to work. Does that sound familiar? I don't feel like doing this. Well, guys, if you're in alignment, you you have inspired movement. It's completely different. You'll work even harder and you won't even notice you're working. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of get, you know, it, it's sad because, well, that's one thing I love about Christy Code Red is she has, I you know, I know it wasn't always this way for you, but you have had the courage to go in alignment with what your true desires are, right? And you followed that and you've been rewarded. But most people don't know how to do that. They don't know how to start doing that. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, is how long are you going to run? How long are you going to run from who you really are? And how do you begin that process? I mean, we're not going to be able to give you a full solution in a 30-minute podcast, but we can tell you how to start to confront it. Well, I've been very open with you guys about the fact that at the age of 14, I knew I had this um, this this almost an out of body experience where I I had a very strong feeling that I never wanted to have any children of my own. But I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why that happened. But um, I knew that I knew that I knew that I needed to make sure that I was always on good birth control and make sure that I just didn't ever go down that path. And it's and I've always felt different. And I haven't always, I've tried to push myself into that cookie cutter mold. I tr- And I was always a, a you know, a, a, I was always a misfit, didn't really fit in and couldn't, I tried to force it. Did you ever have that happen to you? Did you try to force a certain route and, and or did you always just say, no, no, I'm going to do my own thing? Let's be honest. We have stuff forced on us from the time we're like six years old. Yeah. Like. You're told to feel weird when you're naked. Like, go put clothes on. What's wrong with you? You know how much damage that does to a kid? Like, I mean, that's just one example. And so when you give that example of being 14 and knowing what you want, that's you truly listening to your higher self. That's you honoring who you really are and what you want, whatever it is. Right. And so it could have went the other way and you could have had a lot of pressure from a significant other or from a parent saying, oh, my gosh, all your sisters are having babies. What's wrong with you, Christy? You know. Those are all examples of people trying to push their beliefs on you. And the problem with that is, you know, let's be honest. There are certain things that that societies do pass down that are helpful, right? Don't touch a hot stove, just basic stuff, right? But there's also stuff that needs to be challenged, that needs to be looked at again. And you withstood from that and stood out from it. Now, if someone didn't do that and they had decided just to go along with what society said, why do you think divorce rates are so high? Well, you need to get married. You, people are getting married when they're 20. Well, not so much anymore. They're getting married when they're 25 years old. And I don't know about you, but when I was 25, I was half the person I am now. Like I had no idea what I wanted. And yeah, so for me growing up, I've always been a kind of a rebel as well. I've always challenged society. Um, I believe it comes from just an understanding. I don't want to get too esoterical, but you know, I do believe in reincarnation and I do believe I've been here before. And that kind of brings me up to a higher level of like thinking. And so I'm able to realize that this doesn't fit. Right. And so I stand up to it and I, and that's cost me a lot. It's cost me, you know, I've been ostracized by classmates, family, whatever. Right. But I don't, I, I challenge everything and I'm okay. If it ends up being right, I'll challenge it. I'll look at it. I'll be like, that makes sense. Perfect. But I don't just blindly accept something. Right. I kind of want to go, you know, instead of I kind of want to go into like how you do this. Right. 
like because you know we're talking about the big picture but more specifically let's talk about when you are you know walking down the road or driving in your car and all of a sudden you get these weird feelings like you get these feelings of like why did i just get upset right so the first thing is you have to realize that something triggered you and what what is a trigger a trigger is it brings some unresolved emotions some dis-ease up within the body it brings something up from whatever that your past it's unresolved right so once you do that you have to first to be able to do that you have to have awareness so are you able to notice when your mood shifts number one and do you know why number two and can you pay attention to it can you actually be aware of how you're feeling in the moment can you be aware of of your inner dialogue can you be aware of of that voice inside your head and what you're saying about people about yourself all those things can you be aware of your limiting beliefs and can you actually stop and pay attention to it does that make sense and then let me jump in and ask you then brad if people are sick and overweight does that dull their ability to be aware okay so it all comes down to vibration and frequency. And if you are putting bad foods, like I've experienced before where I'll eat a big old dessert and the next day, like I'll eat a bunch of sugar because I'm human and I do try to eat really healthy and I usually do. And I'll do that. And then I'll, the next day I will not be able to be as aware. My brain, brain will be foggy. And there's a lot of things in this world that, that intentionally do that to us. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff out there that's it's in our foods. I think we know that our foods in America are it's absolutely ridiculous. I saw this thing the other day where Quaker oats in Europe have like four ingredients and in America they have like 21. Don't quote me on that, but it's like like why? Like they're putting all this stuff in our foods that affects us. So yeah, it does affect you. But what does awareness do? Awareness makes you aware of what you're putting in your mouth, right? It makes you aware of what you're thinking because your thoughts are creating your reality every moment and so when you start to up the awareness awareness is really the it's the solution to everything it's like the way it's the way to begin to understand yourself to be able to raise your frequency as you raise your frequency you're not going to want to put bad things in your mouth you're not going to want to be in bad relationships you're not going to want to be in a job that doesn't fit you that doesn't serve you so it starts with awareness and when you become aware of what triggers you or what pushes you any a trigger is just a sign of something that needs work something that needs to be confronted so step two is to confront it so when i say confront i don't mean like rah you know i'm here i mean to actually turn and look at it there's an old axiom that talks about problems and the the complexity of a problem is in proportion to your degree of confront so what that means is if you confront a problem, the complexity shrinks. When you can't confront it, the complexity grows. Right? So when you start to confront these things as they come up and you say, whoa, what just happened? What am I feeling? How do I feel? And you just sit and look at it instead of turning on Netflix or getting on your phone and scrolling through social media or going to the fridge and eating the ice cream or whatever it is that you do. That's not helping you, a habit that you don't like. What is the reason you're doing that? The reason you're doing that is to avoid the feeling that you're feeling. Right. I mean, you work with this stuff, Christy. What does that sound yeah, familiar? Yeah, I just I, I know a lot of our rebels, we're talking about an average weight 
problem of 80 pounds. And when someone's carrying around that much excess body fat, they do not want to be aware. They don't want to think about their body. They don't want to think about their mind. They just go through the motions. They're numb to life. Their focus is on their kids. They barely, they, they, they don't look in the That's mirror. They one. don't have intimacy with their, with their partner. They don't want to get undressed. They don't want to do anything that has to do with, they want to ignore everything. How that's why this needs to take place all together. The by the body, the mind, the spirit all together as one, because it all goes together there. They, they don't have that awareness. They don't want that awareness because they don't want to be, they don't want to face the reality of their excess body fat and of the fact that they are, they just don't like themselves. They don't look like the way they look. They don't like their hair. They don't like the way they dress. They don't like the way they walk. They don't like the way their hands look. I mean, these women, they're just so, um, they're so down on themselves. They're just, they're done. So what is, what are the, let's talk about what people really want, right? People want to feel good. Mm-hmm. They want and to what's the way there's two ways to feel good. There's a way to feel good in the now. Like I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Okay. So there's two types of energy, dark and light, right? There's every shade of it, but you know how you tell the difference between dark energy and light energy? Very simple. Love. Dark energy gives you an immediate reward and you pay for it over time. Light energy you pay for in the moment and then you get a dividend for a long period of time. So let's take that back to the ice cream. Ice cream is tastes good, right? Like in the moment, it's amazing. feels really good to eat it. I mean, we could all agree on that, but then you pay for it over time. So when we talk about your rebels, what do you really want? If you keep trying to feel good right now and not confront the problem, then you're just going to have more pain. It goes back to the alarm clock analogy. It just goes over and over and over, right? Or instead of doing what's easy, also another way to look at that is light energy makes you go uphill and dark energy lets you go downhill right at the right at the decision point always choose uphill you know why because it's actually 1000 times easier in the long run because if these guys want easy we all want easy we want easy we want happy you keep choosing downhill and you've got to come back up at some point right so in the moment do what's hard and your life will be easy. And if in the moment you do what's easy, your life will be hard. So they got to turn and face those demons, all of them, all the demons, the demons of their their unhappy marriage, the demons of, uh, you know, their their kid is flunk in eighth grade, the demons of this excess body fat, the demons, of the fact they never finished college, all these things that are eating them alive. They've got to turn and face all of them. Well, not all at once, but they do have to confront because the complexity of the problem, when you say it like that, like all these things behind me, I think, think of it like your spiritual house, right? So you've got this four bedroom house and you keep it all clean, but there's that one bedroom. It has the caution tape on it. It's got triple padlocks. It's like, do not enter. That's where you hide everything. Like you don't want to go in there. Right. And so when you put all that together and say it like Christy just did, yeah, I don't want to confront it either, man. I'll put that behind me. I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to hide it in that back bedroom. That bedroom is an analogy or that house is an analogy of your mind, right? So you stuff everything in that room and you don't want to look at it. And the longer you stuff stuff in that room, the more you don't want to look at it. Cause you're like, it's just gotten tremendous in there. Right. I don't even want to go in there, but what happens? Let me ask you this. If it's light in the house and the room's dark with the light off and the door shut, 
When you open the door, does the light go in or does the darkness come out? Well, the light's going to go in. The light goes in. So the light will win. And when you actually open that door, that monster, this is this is confront, guys. This is how confronting things reduces the complexity of the problem. As you confront it, you're going to walk in there and you're going to see, and I'm just using an analogy, you're going to see a little tiny monster in the corner that when you look at it, just disappears, right? And you're going to realize, man, I just gained another 250 square feet. Let's mop the floor and get this room set up. We'll make an office, right? So that's an analogy for the mind. But when you, going back to what we were originally talking about, when you have that actual thought come up, maybe you don't even know what it is. What's really important, this is like going back to an actual action plan for you guys. What's really important, number one, have the awareness. Number two, confront when it comes up. So when you get ready to go get the ice cream or to go through the drive-through, pull over the car or just turn off the TV wherever you're at. Let's say you're at your house. Turn off the TV and you kind of need some time alone to do this. So if you can be alone, that's good. And just sit there with that feeling. Sit with those emotions. Because as you focus your power, your life force on that problem, it'll automatically unmock. Because when you have a problem, it means that there's an inherent lie within it. And as you use your power to look at that, it'll start to undo itself. And so just sit there. And the, the other thing, when you do it, you're like, well, Brad, that sounds really uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> pick your pain, right? Yes. So. You sit in this for a minute and it's actually not. But here's what you also do. I'll give you a tip to make it not as bad. Rise above and look at it as an observer. Guys, you are not your thoughts. How do I know that? Because how could you observe them if you were? You're not your thoughts. So rise above and look, look at those thoughts with non-judgment. And don't be like, gosh, you're a fat slob or my God, you got no self-control. That's not you. That's not you. Look at it and realize what it is and just watch it with curiosity. Be like, isn't this weird or isn't this cool or what, what am I thinking? And just dive into it with curiosity. And again, right now, we're not tackling the whole room. We're just tackling that one incident of what made you feel weird. And I'm not saying you're going to be like, it was the post-it note on the fridge that my husband left me. I know exactly what it, it's not about knowing what it exactly is. Sometimes you will know that, and that is helpful. But it's about feeling that energy, understanding how it differs from when you feel good, and then just diving into that energy and feeling it. Like, turn it up. Take the volume and turn it up and feel it and observe it and be like, where is this coming from? And then it'll start to unravel itself. It's kind of like a, a thing of yarn, if you, a ball of yarn. If you start to undo it, You'll start to see what, where it actually comes from, and it'll all start to make sense to you. And as you're doing that, you don't judge it, and you just sit there. Sit there for 30 minutes and just be like, close your eyes and think about, why do I feel this way? And guys, it comes undone fast, and you will feel good. Like, as soon as you confront it, the reason, I'll go a little bit esoterical here, but the reason is, is because basically you're, you're bringing light into the darkness. You are the light and you are bringing that light into the darkness and darkness does not like light, right? Ask a vampire. It does not <laughs> like light. 
So that's basically what you do. There's a couple of steps after that, but I want to stop for a minute and see if that makes sense. We have a lot of Christian conservative ladies on here. Our rebels are, you know, mostly menopausal women in their fifties and sixties. We have a lot of people yep. who love Jesus and who were raised uh, in church and, and who are Christ believers. So I, I think that, that Jesus believer Christ follower people, they ask for God to bring it to the forefront, bring it to my mind, what Beautiful. it is that I need to work on uh, help me understand. Yeah. And I know that it's a scary prayer to say that, to say, uh, bring forth what it is that I, I have that I need, I need to work on because it's gonna, it's gonna come forth and you're going to be faced with it. And some of us sometimes don't want to know, but, and that's a scary prayer. It is, but it's the, it's the quickest way to happiness guys. Bring that stuff forward. And, you know, I definitely believe in a higher power as well. And I know that that can definitely help, but it's also going to register it in your mind. Like you're, you're, you don't want this in you either. Like literally these, these two different energies are within you. And that is what causes disease. That's what makes people sick. That's what gives them cancer. That's what causes a lot of diseases when you do not deal with these things and you do not get in alignment with your true self. So you need to bring that forward using whatever force you want to use, absolutely call on God, have him help you, have him bring that forward for you to confront it and just confront it a little bit at a time. And guys, this technique will, I mean, you'll notice a difference in a few days. Like the hard part is probably the hardest part is starting just like anything you have to, I really need you just to take my word on this and try it. Cause I know it's, it's way, it seems more daunting than it is. I promise you it's not as bad as you think. And you just confront this stuff. And the other thing that's a little bit challenging is you need a little bit of time to do it on your own. But guys, if you don't recharge your own batteries, you can't be what you want to be to everybody else either. Right? So take some time, sit with your emotions. And the coolest part about it is, is you'll learn. You'll learn about yourself and you'll feel better immediately. The other way to feel better that people usually use that doesn't really work is they open up the jar and they're like, I'm, you know, let's say that the jar has all your bad emotions. They're like, oh, they throw it back in their soul and they just cram it in there. And they're like, I'm not dealing with that. Mm. You know what it reminds me of is um, this is a funny analogy. Like if you ever go boating, I know you go boating, Christy. So you go out boating and you got a cooler full of like sandwiches, potato chips, maybe not some me. cottage no. cheese. We're rebels, and, yeah. Brad. We don't we don't eat that. <laughs> oh, no potato chips, cottage cheese, steak pieces, whatever. And, and, and ice, right? And I think we've all done this at some point in our life. We'll go boating and we'll have a lot of fun and then we'll forget to clean out the cooler, right? Oh. And so then it sits out in the sun for two weeks and think of that cooler as that back room in your, in your mind. Like guys, if you open it, it reeks, man. Like it's, it's going to stink, but all you got to do is open it, dump it out and wash it, Right. It's it that's the way emotions are. When you trap them, they get rancid, they stay there, they they cause disease. I've said that several times. But literally, you're holding that cooler full of rancid stuff inside of you, right next to your heart that has all these desires of love and passion and all these things that you want to do. And those things are right there together. And that's why you don't feel good. Right. So what we're doing by confronting it in each moment is we're slowly cleaning out the cooler. We're slowly opening up the door. We're slowly letting the light into the dark and we're using our force, which is God's force to open that up and to see through it and to slowly 
unmock the problem so you don't have to keep hitting the snooze button. Hmm. I like that. But I, I, you're a lot nicer than I am because I say, hey, uh, how bad do you freaking want it, ladies? How bad do you want this? You act like you are so sick and tired of the of the BS. You're so I'm right. just so tired of being fat. Well, are you are you are you Karen? How bad do you want this? Because in May of 2021, when I got really, really sick <laughs> and almost and, and had it going to the hospital and uh, had multiple organ failure and was really sick after hiking the Grand Canyon, I confronted everything all at once in one night. Mom. Do you remember that time I yeah. called you from the, I was sitting in the garage and I called you and I just said, that's it. My life changes tonight and every single area of my life. I did not like, I changed it literally that day. Like I ripped the bandaid off because I was sick of my own crap. I was sick of hiding. I was sick of the facade. I was sick of not living my true self. And I have never felt better than I uh, at all in my life than I do right now in the last two years. Okay, well, let's talk about that for a second. So you were forced to do that, right? True. I mean, your That's pain, true. there is one thing that makes people move when the pain gets more than the uncomfortness of moving, right? Like when the pain is so much, when the doctor says you're going to die or whatever, guys, it can happen like that or you can start to fix the problem incrementally right now with this technique, right? So, you know, it because that's coming for you. You keep yeah. doing that. You keep stuffing that cooler full of rancid food and rancid feelings and and you feel it in your body. Your body's mad when you wake up in the morning. You feel it. That's the reason that you're putting bad things in there. It's guys, it's dark energy. You got to bring the light yourself. I mean, you see, there's one or two ways. You can either deal with it incrementally by sitting with it and understanding it, which once you try this once and you release it, you know, you'll release something and that signature of feeling will not come back but you'll have other ones that'll come up and you start to release these guys you do this for a month you will have emotional freedom and you know what follows emotional freedom financial freedom mm. it's beautiful so you can work on it incrementally and you can slowly start to you know kind of like if you're going to go exercise you start kind of easy and you work your way up and it'll work that way. Or you can be like what happened to Christy. You can ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. And that story is very common, by the way. I'm sure a lot of your rebels have had similar, what is what do we call that? A come to Jesus moment? Yeah. Epiphany, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And literally come to Jesus. Like you're you've pushed your life, your body just got so much disease in it. Guys, everything is energy and frequency. And if your body, you know, you you at your core self are the most beautiful light the most beautiful thing in the world at your core the problem is all these limiting beliefs put on us all these you know us living a shell of a life we call it a valence right you're living who everybody else wants you to be mm. and you brought up kids too don't hide behind your kids your kids are the reason you should fix this if you want to bring up kids and saying you don't have time well this is this is something you need to do so you can show your kids how to do it so they can show their kids how to do it so this world can be healthy and free right that's kids are even more reason to do this people say i would die for my kids i'd die for my kids you won't even live for your kids you won't even live for oh. your kids come on i mean it's coming for you now that or it's coming hard. for you later it's so that out. hits super hard i mean when you say it like that and it's true yeah and this is all about this is all about living this is all about feeling good and how to do it you know there's and, it, and again it comes back to awareness and confronting 
So number one, aware. And you don't have to be like super aware. Like after a while, you get so aware, you can start to pick up on other people's feelings and their signatures. But in the beginning, you're just working on yourself and you'll be able to tell. I mean, you you have no idea how powerful you are as a creator. You'll be able to tell it. You'll be able to feel it. And then you just need to confront it. Like when you don't want to sit with the TV off and maybe even the lights off, whatever, if it's early in the morning, just sit there and instead of just confront whatever is bothering you, instead of going, you know, it's so easy to reach, reach for the phone, reach for the food, reach for the remote. But instead, I challenge you just to sit there and begin to understand yourself. And that will start to come undone and you'll feel a tremendous relief. I'll give you one more quick example that shows kind of illustrates this. Like when you go through a breakup, for example, that's something, this is kind of more of a noticeable reason why you're feeling bad, right? Like it's obvious, like I just lost the love of my life or whatever. If you pour into that emotion, like if you're feeling, let's say that you get left or something or you get whatever, if you just pour into that and you just imagine, like draw that up and draw it up and cry and and just let it all completely go out and do it for like 45 minutes, pretty soon you'll just be done. You'll just be like, I feel fine. So it's a similar thing, but this is just on a little bit of a smaller scale. So if these people are overwhelmed at thinking, I got so many things in my life that I want to confront and I'm overwhelmed, where do they do? Where should they start? Should they just start by sitting in a, a quiet, dark room? It doesn't have to be dark. I just said dark because I this happens. I do it in the morning a lot, right? I, I get up super early. So where do you start? You start with, with whatever comes up. Just whatever. Just deal with that. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, when something comes up, even if you're with your kids or you're driving in your car, just be aware that you just got triggered. Just be aware that your, yes. your homeostasis changed. You're like, whoa, what was that? And it could be the weirdest thing. It could be a truck drive by that reminds you of somebody. It could be a song on the radio that reminded you that you never made it to Italy and you're almost 60, mm. right? Whatever it is, it could be anything. And as soon as it happens, you probably won't know what it is right away. You will after you get good at this. But as soon as something happens, just sit with that feeling. Be like, why do I feel this way? Don't run. Stop running. When you run, you're bringing yourself more pain. So mm -hmm. full circle, what do people want? They want to be happy. They want to be healthy. And they think that they're they're choosing short-term happiness, which is dark energy, over long-term happiness. They're choosing to go downhill when they need to just go uphill just for a minute. Once you get uphill, guys, the views get amazing. Hmm. But you have to take in the moment, you have to choose that uphill. I'm thinking, you know, um, a lot of you guys, um, right now we're recording this in August of 23. And right now there are Halloween costumes at Costco. You were just at Costco, Brad, are the Halloween costumes there. Isn't I did that... not see them, but I, I go, there. I go on a straight line, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and then I'm out. They're there. They are there. And guys, how many more holidays are going to go by? How many more Christmases? How many more, how many more anniversaries? How many more years and decades are going to go by 
where you are going to continue to run week after week, month after month, year after year, and not confront the BS in your life. You have caused this. You have brought this on. I do not like, and I do not subscribe to that victim bullcrap mentality. We do not do that, do we guys? We do not stick our head in the sand and act like it ain't happening. We always say this on code red. How much longer are you going to run before you stand up? I'm not saying a bunch of you guys should go out and get divorces. Don't say that. Christy Code Red told me to leave my husband. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what a jerk you're married to. I don't know. But <laughs> but you do need to come face to face with what is going on. Your own BS. I'm so tired of you guys acting like it's not happening. You're blaming it on everything else. You're running and going in soccer and ballet and you're going to cook in the dishes and you got to walk the dog. It's you. It's about you because another Halloween, another Thanksgiving, another Christmas, another year, another decades. My mom's 70. How many mom? Sorry, I'm doing this to you. How many more summers do I have with her if the average woman lives to be 75? Mom, I know. Go ahead and laugh. But still, how many more summers on the boat have I got with her? Five more summers? If you look at it that way, why are you guys wasting so much time? Running. Running, Brad. Well said. I mean, it's just a choice and it's so much easier once you confront it. I mean, life is hard it, it, and when you avoid things, it just gets harder and harder. It gets, it's exponential. And I feel for people that, that do this because I see them, I see them everywhere. I see them in the grocery store. I see them, you know, they're, they're avoiding their entire life. They're avoiding like somewhere deep inside of you. There's that soul song. And you never let it come out. And if you can imagine being on your deathbed mm. and all of your dreams standing around you saying, we came to you and now we die with you. Mm. So literally it's, you know, and not only that's the example you set for the kids and everything as well too. So, you know, I don't want to harp on it too much. I have compassion for where you guys are at. I know how it feels. I mean, I've had periods in my life where I've just gone downhill because it's fun. I think we all have. You know, it's suffering is never that far away. It's just downhill a little bit. Mm. You want to suffer. If you want it easy, go uphill. If you want to suffer in the long term, that's what you're that's what you're doing by making those choices. So really, you know, and you need to be selfish for yourself so you can serve other people. Mm -hmm. It's just like on the airplane, putting the mask on first. If you guys want to be there to set an example, you want to be there to, you know, show your kids how to live their life. You're showing them right now. Mm. And if you're not confronting. Don't expect your kids to confront. Confront the problems in your life. And we'll go back to the relationship. Maybe it's not a divorce. Maybe it's just confronting what's going on. Like, why Why are you fighting? Maybe it's your fault. Maybe you need to confront that. Mm -hmm. You need to just look at it. You need to sit with it. And you need to be honest. And you need to be responsible. Actually, we, we could do a whole other podcast on responsibility. Yeah, that's but. a good one. Maybe this maybe this needs to be a series. We were talking about before we hit the record button that we might need to do a a, a series because what you talked about was profound earlier. Responsibility is just the ability to be responsible, and that was that hit home. That was that was great. So, but another podcast for another day. Guys, we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I talk about this in my VIP program, you guys. I'm always, I'm always sending you guys messages. Half the time I'm yelling at Hazel. Half the time I'm dropping my phone. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love you guys and we care about you. And uh, 
So join VIP if you find that to be uh, something that you might need. It's a very, it's almost, it's, it's just this close. It's just short of me sleeping on your couch and knocking the cheese out of your mouth at 1132 PM. Brad, thank you for coming on here, guys. You're going to hear more from Brad. And of course, you can always follow me on Instagram if you want to hear all the funny and the good stories. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month. You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month, and you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.